You having fun over there? Mm-hmm. Mm, Em's mad at me because I don't want to put my medium hat on because we're about to tell you some spoopy real stories. Yeah, and it's uh, annoying me because we're supposed to be reading the places, but she refuses to. Hi everyone, it's Em and Liv, and we're your meta sidekicks. So we're talking about spoopy places today. Em's annoyed at me because I'm scared. So we'll see how it goes. It's way scarier when an Aries Virgo is mad at you because you don't want to see scary things. Because I angrily solve problems and you are one of the problems. (laughs) I am not being a problem. (laughs) I get stubborn when I don't want to do things that scare me, like riding roller coasters or going to haunted houses or getting shots. That's where I like become extremely stubborn and you're not going to, no amount of anger towards it is going to make me move. Sorry. Yeah. Cause I had this very famous location that was haunted that we're going to talk about and she just didn't want to talk to anything spoopy. So I talked to non-spoopy things and I saw the spoopy thing behind the door that's controlled by the big spoopy boss, but it's Halloween. So more reason to not let spoopy things talk to you. Why is that more a reason? Because it's Halloween. Aren't they supposed to get more powerful on Halloween? That's why everyone dresses up in costumes so they can't see your real identity. People say that the veil thins, but you don't even believe in that. Yeah, that's true. So (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Well, it could be on Halloween that whatever this veil thing is becomes more permeable. Whatever this veil thing is. Because I don't think the veil changes. Because people give more energy to it because they're scared. Like, the way that I see the veil is it's not like, I don't know, I feel like people see the veil around the physical realm, but I think it is literally just around people, which is why you're able to see them because your veil is closer to you. Oh, you're talking about our, our little rings? Yeah. I literally think it's people think the veil is something associating with the astral pain of your aura. But if you give negative energy or scared energy to things that want it, then they're going to get stronger. So that might be consistent with Halloween because everyone's like, oh, it's spoopy. So when a lot of people are understanding that it's spoopy time, things could get more spoopy. You're funny. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so in the YouTube video, M covered, what was it? What was my haunted location? Yeah, the Queen what? The Queen Mary cruise ship. Ah, but now she has a new one for the podcast. Well, I'm doing both. I told you two locations, my dude. I know, but you have, so you did the Queen Mary in the YouTube video, and now you're going to do a different one in this podcast. I'm going to do both. Like I just said. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So you want to start with the Queen Mary? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, the Queen Mary is one of the most haunted locations in the world, my dude. And one of the most haunted locations on the ship is one of the rooms. It is B340. But the history of the Queen Mary is it was primarily used by the rich and famous to transport them across the Atlantic Ocean. But at the beginning of World War II... The cruise ship was modified to become a troop ship, and it actually carried 
a shitload of men. Like, so many men that they were smacked faces against each other. All you could see was people on this boat. So, it usually carried, like, a thousand-ish people when before it became a troop ship. But when it was a troop ship, it carried between, like, 10,000 to over 15,000 people at a time. One might say it could be raining men. Oh, my God. <laughs> Continue. But the reason why they use this ship is because it could have that many people on it because it's one of the larger ships. It's, like, bigger than the Titanic or something. But it could still go pretty quickly while having that much weight on it. It could go up to 30 knots if you really wanted to know the specific number. If you tie 30 knots and hit someone with it, I'm sure it'll hurt a lot. So, But when it was a troop ship, it was actually modified so all of the, like, fancy... I don't know, the fancy things that were in there got, like, removed. And you also had the boat repainted in a navy gray scheme to kind of camouflage it. So it was nicknamed the Gray Ghost, which I think is very fitting because it's haunted as shit. (laughs) So after the World War, it was then modified back to its original use, which was transporting the rich and famous... But there are a couple instances of uh, deaths within the Queen Mary. So, first of all, it actually accidentally hit one of its escort ships and it split that baby in half. (laughs) I like how you say it like it's something cool. Sorry. It is. How can one boat literally split another boat in half? You've clearly not watched enough pirate movies. That would be like me running into you and you splitting in half. Yeah, but an escort ship is way smaller I than mean, I know. the Queen Mary, which was opposed, supposedly bigger than the Titanic. So it's supposedly. more like you running into a dragonfly with your nose. That's why it splatted on your face. Disgusting. <laughs> but there was over 200 people that died during this instance. And... I'm not entirely sure, but when people fell off the boat, it was very common for them to get sucked up into the propeller, which is one of the most haunted locations on the boat, which is the propeller room. So, uh, you know what happens when you get caught up in the propeller. You have a real fun time? Real fun time. Other party hats? There's lots of spinning. Wow. And uh, splitting things in half. If, uh, If you get sucked into the propeller... In Europe, is it different than if you were to get sucked up into the propeller in Australia? God, Does your death know. go in reverse? What? <laughs> You've never heard about the toilet thing where toilets flush in the opposite direction oh, in Australia? You missed a joke. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm bad at jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was, another loca- uh, there was another instance where the ship actually got hit by another ship and almost capsized. So I would assume a lot of people fell off from that, too. Um, There's also, like, I don't know, little deaths here and there, little instances, because this boat was existing for a long period of time. So I know there was someone saying that there was a murder on the boat. Someone got shot. There's been a murder. (laughs) Liv thinks there's, like, been a fire, which we'll get into. I think people have died in the boiler room. People have been crushed by the hatch doors. There's a whole bunch of crap that goes into that. Hold on, my phone died. Okay. (laughs) I unlocked it, sorry. 
With your face? With a towel. <laughs> because You're you are a, a towel. <laughs> so once the ship, um, I don't know, once the ship was re-put back into its original use of transporting the rich, it eventually retired and it is sitting at a specific location where it has become like a hotel essentially so people will actually go there for the spoopies and they will stay in the most haunted room which is 3b340 and they've actually put a whole bunch of scary things to do seances like ouija boards and stuff like that in the room which has also put a lot of gross energy but one of the videos that i was watching a video about this and one of the videos they were communicating with the spirit or the dark thing that is in this room. And they had like a little music box, like motion detector. So if you stood in front of this detector, it would play creepy music, obviously, because you need to be fun when you're ghost investigating. And they had a full 30 minute conversation with this ghost consistently answering. So it would be like, on for a few seconds for yes and then it would leave and things like that but the ghost doesn't like being filmed so it essentially deleted all of their footage from their sd card and it didn't corrupt the entire sd card just the parts in which they were speaking to this specific entity but they won't talk about the questions that they asked the entity and tell us what the answers were even though there's no footage so i am skeptical i like how you're skeptical and you know what's in there yeah, but I want to know the answers to the questions. Oh my so God. I don't, you don't even know what the questions are. Exactly. But they should tell us what the questions were and what the answers were to those questions since they were supposedly there. Yeah, but no one would believe it. So what's the point in I would. filming for another 30 minutes? No, they don't even need to refilm it. They just need to tell you. They still have to film something. They can film them uh-huh. giving a dissertation on, on what happened to the lost film. But they're instead, they they're did. like... But they didn't talk about their questions. They're like, hey, we have never in our career had a ghost delete stuff off of our camera, but it has happened. I am skeptical. Okay. They should the sit medium down. is skeptical of the ghost that she can see just because she doesn't believe that this ghost talked to them. That's yeah. literally what she's skeptical about. Not skeptical about the fact that there's a ghost there. Yeah. Can we get that clear? Yeah. I want to know what they asked it no, and what the answers were. Because if it happened. Well, why don't you contact them and see if we can go on their next ghost hunt? Who was it? It was Sam and Colby. Oh. The place, the people that did the conjuring house. And tell them that they are babies and can't tell us what the answers were. <laughs> I mean, I I consistently watch this while, um, you know, doing things. And while I'm doing, like, while I'm watching them, Liv will consistently see the ghosts that I am talking to. And she'll call me and be like, you're not watching another spooky thing, are you? Because there's a literal woman sitting next to me, like, growling. Yeah, we should specify that. Now we work at the same place. And, uh... When Em's watching spoopy things, I'll be at my desk on the other side of the office. She was watching the MFing Conjuring House. Yeah. And this weird spooky thing walks by the front of my desk, looks at me and goes, and I'm like, what is happening? So I call Em and I'm like, what is going on? Are you seeing some woman that's like 
making weird grunts and growls and stuff. And she's like, man. I was talking to the crooked woman, the woman that has her neck bent. But um, I was talking to the soul of that woman and Liv was talking to the dark manifestation of that woman because the dark thing in the basement likes to pretend to be her. There was no conversation. It was just the perception of scariness. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, at least I was talking to the actual woman. I mean, it made the office job a little less interesting or a little more interesting. More interesting. interesting. But, yeah. Um, yeah, she was one of the souls that kept me safe while I watched the Conjuring video that Sam and Colby put out. <laughs> I want proof. At least proof a dissertation. I just want a dissertation. Like, you can't say that we had 30 minutes of footage and now it's gone. You have to talk about what was on the footage now that it is gone. I mean, they said what happened, but they didn't say what the uh, questions were. Exactly. Well, I don't know. I feel like they would have to remember what happened. Exactly. They were there. They should be able to remember. I know, but it's like, oh my God, did they did they knock two times or three times? Did they knock three times, three times? Did they knock six times, six times? I don't six, know what six, that means. six. There was no knocking. It was a music box. Yeah, but what if they're they're instigating the music box more than once? Oh, you're gonna have to show me their stuff because I haven't watched any of it yet. You okay? I've gotten you kicked off. I've gotten kicked off a couple paranormal investigation things on TikTok because there was this one dude who was in like a haunted farmhouse and there was the soul of this angry man that was on the other side of the camera. And I love when paranormal investigators have those spirit boxes or whatever and they just like pick up a few words, few words. And this person literally you hear pain over the the whatever spirit box, malarkey, whatever it is. And this guy's like, oh, you want to cause me pain? What does pain mean? And like this this old man is, number one, already cranky because this twerp of a dude is in his house. And he's like, "It, I'm like, you're a pain. You're a pain. You're a doll. So I literally wrote in the caption, I'm like, it's not that anyone's causing you pain. I put, you're the pain, immediately blocked. <laughs> I'm like... I hate when people have the spirit box and there's like peanuts and it's like, you know, I have a peanut allergy. Are you going to feed me peanuts? And it's like, no, peanuts. I'm watching you because this is like watching peanuts, like eating peanuts at at an entertainment show. Yeah. It's (laughs) so funny. Sorry. So let's get into some of the haunted stories of the Queen Mary. Are you ready? And Liv is going to put her medium hat on or angry... Virgo Aries is gonna angry Virgo Aries all over the place. I don't like talking to scary things. <laughs> okay, first story. <laughs> you gonna tell me new ones? Well, I'm gonna tell you some of the old ones and some of the new ones. Okay. Okay. So, first off, let's get into the most haunted room, which is B340. So this stateroom was a problem long before the Queen Mary opened as a hotel. A British third-class passenger, Walter Adamson, passed away in the room, and the details of his death are unknown. Later, in 1966, a woman staying in the room reported that she was woken up by the bed covers being pulled off of her, and she saw a man standing at the foot of her bed. She screamed and ran for the steward, but the man apparently vanished into thin air. Years later, guests stay in that room and reported hearing someone knocking on the door in the middle of the night and seeing bathroom lights mysteriously turn on. 
Even the hotel maids started complaining that they would find the bathroom water running even when no one was staying in the room for days. And one reported that the bed covers were pulled right off after she put them on. The room was closed for guests for many years, but has since reopened for anyone looking for an evening of creepy fun. I'm trying to find the location of room B340 on the Queen Mary. Because I feel like to the left of it, there's like some sort of room that has running water in it. Like a bathroom or like a communal bathroom or a janitorial closet or something. I don't know. I know. I don't know either. And you don't know either. So, you know, (laughs) we both don't know. But, um... Off to the left, there's a man that's standing in here right now who thinks that whatever we're doing is very interesting and it's annoying me because he's, like, scrutinizing me with what? his eyes. For having your medium hat off? <laughs> no, I put it on and that's the first Thanks. thing I saw. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does he have to say? Is he, he over, is he over in my uh, my fallout shelter that's next to us? No, he's by the chincho bedding. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. You're looking away from it, so I didn't know. Yeah. Well, he's, like, physically here, so. Yeah. He, uh, I feel like he smoked a lot because he said, I want to tell my part of the story. Oh, like, my God. He gets a, a reason to talk, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Is he the captain? Mm, I felt like he was the captain, but I don't think he is. Um, So you want me to talk to the dark thing that's in the room that captains the little dark thing that's behind the door in the room well first talk about the thing behind the door this is a new new thing no one knows what you're talking about okay so i assume that when you walk into the door of b340 the door swings open into the left and behind looking at the door yeah if you open the door it swings open into the left well i think it swings i don't know go on and then (laughs) the uh the little this little dark thing that looks like a cross between haunter and what it is it called Sableye. Yeah. The Pokemon. Yeah. Haunter and Sableye is to the left behind the door in the crook of the room in the shadows. Yep. Is that where the table and stuff is? Do you have a picture of the room? Can you find pictures of the room? Will you pause it? Yeah. Elevator music. John Cena. Da 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 da. (laughs) So the room is spooky. Em showed me. Eh. I don't know. She showed me the video of Sam and Colby, and it just looks like normal paranormal investigators, which I'm egotistical towards. So, probably ruins my perception of things. Mm -hmm. So, what do you see then? (laughs) Uh, Well, the person that was talking to them, or whatever it was, well, the whatever it was that they were talking to that you said with the music box, I see is like a woman. She's like an older woman. She has like short white hair. But I also feel like there's a man in the room, too. I feel like it's the man that's standing right here. Was that the room that had the man in it that died? Yes. Oh, okay. So then that's him. What does the man look like? He's wearing, like, a blue button-down shirt that's, like, cuffed and, like, darker-colored pants and a hat. But he can take the hat off, and he has, like, tan skin and brown hair. I feel like he would have had green or brown eyes. He's probably like 5'11", 5'12", maybe. And he's very like nonchalant, kind of. Like I feel like he would have um, tobacco. Got you. Chewing tobacco. And then who's the woman? Who are they and why are they there? I don't know why the woman is there. I feel like maybe she is. I don't think she's like, okay. It's tricking me. 
<laughs> you said that you thought it was the dark thing talking in, into the music box or whatever it is that they did. But it showed me when we were watching that video that it was just like an old woman. So it's like unassuming. But it's just like the dark thing that's controlled in the room. Does that make sense? Yes. It's like when you see the room, you don't see it. But when you're not looking Got at it. the room, you have to look at it with your with your mind's eye to see things. Um. So what I see when I was watching that video is there is something that hides in the shadows. It will not let me see what it is. But just like Liv says, it shows you other things so that it, like, suffices your curiosity in it. But uh, it was not, it was put there by people being stupid and using Ouija boards and giving it its energy, so. Yeah, and I don't think the man that's there, I feel like his name is, like, John or something. I think the man is actually there. Walter is the one that died. I believe his name was Walter. Okay. He, um, yeah, he's, like, not phased by the thing that's in there, though. Only the people are. Like, the physical people are. Yeah, because I don't think it affects him. No. He's (laughs) more like, this thing's annoying than anything else. This thing thinks it's cool. Yeah. I don't know what the water turning on and stuff was. I feel like that's a mix of things. See, when I open up my medium hat to this, I just see a whole bunch of people and things. So, it's, like, hard. I don't know. I see, like, just a whole bunch of people. Yeah, there's a lot of residual energy within that room. So in the YouTube video, you were telling me that the knocking is the residual energy of, like, room service or the people that, like, go into the rooms to clean it. Oh, yeah. Room check. Yeah. So they knock on the door before they, like, do that. So that Uh is just something that the energy, like, repeats over and over again because it's residual. Did they redo that room or has it always looked like that? I'm not sure. I feel like it used to be smaller. It's possible. It's okay. The boat went under a lot of different constructions because it changed from, like, a luxury boat to a, a troop ship and then back to a luxury boat. So they changed things so that they could fit more people in it and they could, uh, I don't know, there's a difference between having, like, millions or thousands and thousands of these troop men people versus having, like, luxury and having your rich and famous there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I just, the room that but was yes. in there, I think, wasn't the original room. There was a lot of construction on the boat. Okay. I just feel like the room that was there before that, like, what did you say, William or Walter? I think his name was Walter. That Walter yes. died in? He's like, it was all, it Walter. looked different. It was smaller. Because the way I saw the door opening was different than that door. And the room that, the way the room looked was different too. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Anything else? You want me to move on to the next story? Go for it. So I also want to go and talk to another one that we did in the YouTube video because I'm not sure I'm going to put all this in the YouTube video. So this story is hatch door number 13. So the hatch door is known as Shaft Alley and it was the site of a gruesome accident that saw a crewman crushed to death. One night... In 1966, the watertight doors in the engine and boiler rooms were ordered to be closed. About five minutes later, an 18-year-old crew member from Yorkshire was found crushed in the door of hatch number 13, trapped with his arms pinned to his sides. While the man was freed and carried to the hospital ward, it was too late. He showed signs of crushing injury on his arms, chest, pelvis, and was bleeding from the nose. He was injected with morphine, but died shortly after. His ghost is regularly seen around the area now, with people reporting the sound of someone running behind them and whistling. 
Others have noticed that spots of grease that look like fingerprints appeared on the faces. Some have seen a figure of a bearded man in blue coveralls that looks just like the man who died out of the corner of their eyes. And several others have said they saw an engineer wandering the hallways asking if guests had seen his wrench. But when they went back to find him, he had disappeared. Ooh. So she talked to, what was his name? John Peddle. Yeah. Which is the man that got crushed. Yeah, I said John earlier, but Walter was the one I was talking to. Yes, Walter is the one that died in B340, but John Peddle is the one that is crushed. Sorry, there's a lot of people. It's like, who steps forward out of the yeah. mix? Um, yeah, we talked about John. Uh, M said that apparently they used to have contests, like chicken contests of who could close the hatch doors. And she's like, And like, well, get out before the door closed. Yeah, and she's like, did he die in like a game of chicken? And his soul stepped forward and was like, I am not a pussy. <laughs> yeah, because in that video that we we're talking about with uh, Sam and Colby, the medium that they brought with them talked to this soul but didn't get the full story and she was like he told me that he wasn't playing chicken and he just didn't know how he got there but Liv knows <laughs> uh yeah um so he they somebody told him like a higher up told them to go close the hatch doors and he was on deck with his friend so he told me that somebody called for them to go close the hatch door and he was on duty with his friend so he's like you know I'll go get the door just meet me down there and then we'll do it because I guess his friend I feel like they were playing cards or something I don't know everybody smoked back then so (laughs) he went down there first and his friend's like okay I'll be down there in a second so he went to go close the hatch doors and instead of waiting for his friend who was right behind him the door slammed shut on him and I think that whistling and the running that people hear is his friend coming down and I feel like he was walking down the hallway calling out John's name to be like, okay, I'm on my way, but didn't hear anything. And then heard the trap door slam shut, but not in the normal sound. It was like the chicom noise of something being stuck in the doors, which ended up being his body. And I feel like it was at nighttime. So that's why he was whistling instead of shouting. Yeah. So he was whistling to get his friend's attention, but John had been already stuck in the trap door. So then when he got there, they just had to pull him out. Yeah. But he's like, don't think that I got stuck there. In a game of chicken, because you bet no that I would be fine. That I would have won that shit. I would have won that shit. Yeah. And I'm like, well, aren't you upset that you died? You were only like 18. And he's like, eh, I didn't have anything tying me down. And he was telling you about the the, the fine ladies on the boat. Yeah. He called them lassies, which I think is interesting because he's from Yorkshire. Yeah. So, yeah. He was like, just so you know, I didn't die a bitch. (laughs) That's like his biggest thing. Uh-huh. But I think the whistling is residual. Cause I yeah. Because I, I don't know. think the other soul is there. No. I think he's passed over, too. I think he just goes there sometimes to, like... See his friend? No, not to see... No. The old times? Well, no. I, I don't think John is stuck there, either. Well, I think yeah, John I mean, passed yeah. over. He's just there whenever he wants to... He says some of it's residual. He's like, that's just a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, But sometimes he does go there just to, like, fuck around. <laughs> so like the spoop people yeah see like so the water turning on in that room that sam and colby were in i don't think was the demonic energy in there no, no, i no. think it was just souls there that like to fuck with people oh <laughs> but the thing talking in the spirit box was was a old lady representation of the scary thing that's interesting yeah because i did not get the same vibes from the water turning on and off that i did from yeah. that thing uh-huh 
100%. They were talking to the dark thing. Yeah. So, uh, also, I paused the video for a second because I heard something tell me that, what was his name? John? Petter? Yes. John Petal was the guy that was crushed. John got pushed in there by something that was dark. But it wasn't that. It's the thing that is in the room that's telling me that. So I had to, like, stop and ask M because I'm like, I'm seeing it on my left-hand side. And most dark things come in on my left-hand yeah. side. And when I was talking to John, it feels very different. But there's a lot of energy again. So it's, like, hard to dis. I don't think that dark thing was there when John was there. Oh, no, for sure not. That's so why I had to stop it. Because yeah. I was like, I'm so confused. My brain itches. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, Liv's not. I told M she owes me pizza for this. Uh-huh. Because uh, I, I put my Aries hat on and I sassed around. Because you were being broody? Yes. A brat. Still broody, but uh, a brat. at least we get in the goods or something. Or something. Or something. Don't use lingo. <laughs> you, you also told me. I think me, good goods means sex. <laughs> you mean, you think everything I say means sex. Well, she's, yeah, we're not going to get into that. Just yeah, what's I the know, next story? Exactly. What is the next story? Oh, yeah, I was going to say you also saw the uh, the man in the blue coveralls or the engineer guy. Oh, yeah, that's the engineer. That's not John. John did I don't think John had a, bu- um, a beard or whatever. He, yeah. he was clean shaven because he was 18. Because he was 18. <laughs> he probably couldn't even grow, grow hair. Maybe, if he's anything like Brad. <laughs> well, I told you a lot of stories, didn't I? Yeah, but I also want to tell you that... Um, I was trying to talk to the captain, and I feel like the captain had a beard, the one that was there during... I could tell you about the captain before you get into it. He likes smoking cigars. Yes. Uh-huh. Ruining my story. Sorry. <laughs> so, Captain Treasure Jones. Captain Treasure Jones was... was his first name Treasure? His first name was John. <laughs> well, then why do they call him Treasure Jones? What's he captain got in his Captain John pockets? Treasure Jones was the last captain of the active Queen Mary... Sailing the ship from 1965 to 1967 in Captain King Hurl. Final voyage from South. Why are you looking at me like that? Was his name Treasure Jones because he had a lot of booty? Oh, my God. (laughs) She has been, like, weird staring at me while reading this, and I'm like, I can't focus. What do you have to say? Because I'm trying not to interrupt you because it's a podcast and we talk over each other a lot, so I just want to get my dad jokes in when you're not talking. (laughs) This earned him some serious credit booty. in the uh, maritime community. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Transforming him into a media figure following the vessel's retirement. His name is Treasure Jones. Try not to stare. He died at <laughs> 87 in 1993. Jones was well known on the ship for the his affinity for cigars. And visitors still report smelling cigar smoke in the captain's quarters. Do you think he had a pet capybara named Kiki? Do you see him? (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Um, No, I think he is very much fully passed over. Although what he did look like, the dark thing um, makes a picture of himself, but dark, like all black. But you can see like, I see golden eyes. And he's like, I'm the captain of this ship now. I'm a devil. Sorry. (laughs) I see other captains there, I feel like. Yeah, there's one that's, like, skinnier and older, and I feel like he had, like, um, like a goatee, almost. Yeah. And... Is that the one that was helping me? Who was helping me? 
Because Liv said that there was a soul that was helping me research things because what I do when I like watch scary things because I'm a medium and I can be like open to weird things is I usually find like a soul that is usually human that will help me like help explain things on the property so I'm not talking directly to dark things. I get the idea that he was more like a first mate or like a janitor type thing. I don't think he was a captain. Which is why he okay. was able to give you more information because uh, he was able to step he wasn't back. stuck on like the steering. Yeah. The boat. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. He's like a, a neutral third party. Yeah, so he was like connected to the higher ups, but like wasn't driving the boat. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Do 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 do. <laughs> you got any more spoopy stories for me? Yeah, let's let's talk. Well, okay, I can give you one old story and one new story. Got a lot of stories, friend. The first one is about Grumpy, the spirit that people refer to as Grumpy because they don't know who they are. Uh, Grumpy is arguably one of the most famous, memorable ghosts, and it is also known as Grumpy the Growling Ghost. The spirit, whose actual identity is unknown, is especially memorable because he tends to growl at visitors. Grumpy is said to lurk in the room under the stairs near the first-class swimming pool, and sometimes he joins John Henry in the boiler room. You saw this thing, too. I knew a guy named John Henry. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. did I. I feel like that's the most common name you could ever find. Yeah, it's really funny. His uh, He used to come hang out with me in elementary school at my house, and then his little brother would come around, but his little brother was like, well, we were in elementary school, so his little brother was even smaller. And uh, his little brother used to hit on me when he would come over with his big brother to hang out, and I would give him uh, snacks in those old 90 sippy cups that have the straws attached to them. So I feel like Grumpy's a good name for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they showed me Grumpy, and I saw him underneath stairs by a pole before I'm said anything so that was interesting and the way my spirit guides like to make fun of him is he's like a very lesser dark spirit um okay you know like from uh the um jujitsu kaisen no 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 like um hercules the little tiny evil spirits that are the little gremlin yeah the purple one oh the purple one yeah that's what he looks like yeah that That's what sense. my guides show me. And the reason he growls is because he thinks he's big and scary. But then they show me like a tiger turning into a kitten and a growl turning into a meow. <laughs> I see him kind of like the uh, house elves from Harry Potter. He's like, I am very scary. Everything is about Harry Potter for me, I think, in my brain. <laughs> Bradley's ten- sending me memes and my watch says it's time to stand up. <laughs> so give me another spoopy one. Okay, I have one more. This one is about Dana, easily the creepiest of the Queen of Mary's onboard death. Legend has it that someone was murdered, a young woman named Dana, and her family in room B four seven four. Her whole family? Yes. Jeez. The killer strangled Dana's little sister and mother on the bed, and then shot Dana to death in the bathroom. Dana's spirit can be found lurking with the other ghostly children in the second class pool and sometimes joins Grumpy and John Henry in the boiler room. I like how they say lurking. Yeah. I wish somebody scary. I wish somebody would refer, refer to my existence 
of traveling from place to place as lurking. So, like, if someone comes up to you at work and says, where's Olivia? You should say, I saw her lurking towards the bathroom. Please only use the word lurking to describe my physical movements at all times. I can do that. That sounds very (laughs) on brand for the child of darkness that I am. (laughs) Please tell Dave that. Only if you refer to me as lurking. For sure. Great. <laughs> and I'll do it with a straight ass face too. Just so you know. I can only do things with a straight ass face. <laughs> it's so true. Uh. <laughs> okay, I probably won't do it with a straight face, but I'll try. I know you won't. <laughs> oh. Does she have long brown hair? I do not know. Oh. She doesn't know it's blonde. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um I think that's a salad, a solid spiritual alibi. That's a salad. Salad. I'm hungry. Um, I don't know if I was a spirit on a uh, cruise ship, I would hang out in the pool too, but I also just really like water. So I would be there whether I was dead or alive. <laughs> well, do you see, do you see the murder? There's been a murder. I'm going to say that as many times as possible in this entire podcast. Do I see the murder? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the dude that came in, he smells like cigarette smoke and he's <laughs> dusty. <laughs> Maybe Interesting. He was, maybe he was someone that worked on the ship. Mm, why did he kill him? I think he might have been crazy. Mm. I think that... Um, do you know how they were traveling? I feel like her father wasn't there. They might have been traveling to go see her father abroad. They might have been like very rich class people. So on their trip to go visit their father wherever he was, they used the Queen, Queen Mary to... Uh, get there because it's like you know a vacation travel and uh i feel like this guy thought that this woman with two children was like a uh unreputable woman since her husband oh, wasn't God. there and he was just crazy and targeted them for whatever reason but i feel like he was covered in soot and smelled like smoke because he worked downstairs in the the coal room or whatever weird and no one knew who it was. He might have even just like left too cuz i feel like back then a lot of people would have had jobs on and off you know, like sometimes for cruise ships, I feel like they would, I mean, I know back then people would, people would hire people at docks for their cruise ships. So like you would have a ship that leaves, I don't know, Virginia and travels down to Florida. And the people that got hired to work on the ship from Virginia to Florida only agreed to work on the ship from Virginia to Florida. So now that it docks somewhere else, those people get off and they hire new people in Florida to go back to Virginia. Got you. Like that was common back then. Mm -hmm. So I don't see why it wouldn't be different for cruise ships. Makes sense. The rich people don't care as long as they have a place to have a fun time. I feel like he might've been a mentally unstable person that targeted them for whatever reason. That's crazy. So it's very specific. I mean, it is, which makes me feel like that might be like a thing. But also, do you want me to move on to my next thing or do you want to do yours? Because mine's short. You should do your next story. Okay. Do mine. But also, I have to pee. Elevator music. John Cena. Da 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 da. (laughs) And we're back. Okay. (laughs) So my second location. Location, location, location. And spoopy. And spoopy. Is Dracula's castle. Oh. But actually, I'm just going to do Dracula because I didn't have enough time to research the castle before Liv got here this morning. Yeah, but this is also what I was seeing the first time when we did our video was Dracula. Yeah, so we were talking about doing this 
very interesting podcast for you. And it was all because I started watching a video about Dracula's castle. And I was like, that is absolute malarkey. Dracula is not real. That is dumb. (laughs) So while I was watching a video about Dracula, I uh, went to lunch and then came back and sat down at my desk and was like, holy shit. Now I can't hear out of both of my ears. Let me go tell Liv so that she can make the spirit stop talking to me. Well, that is when she all but started talking to someone who she referred to looked like the either the like mouse from or the rat from Harry Potter that like Peter Pettigrew type guy. Or Nosferatu. Well, the first thing I saw was he's like, I look like Nosferatu. This is what they tell me that I look like. And I was like, I'm not seeing Nosferatu. And I will have you guys know, I did not say, hey, I'm watching Dracula. I was like, hey, why can't I fucking hear anymore? Well, (laughs) I've also gotten good at like shutting the things out that Em's watching at work now because I know she's been watching stuff at work. So I just like, take off my medium hat, put it in a drawer and go, okay, bye-bye. So when she comes up to me, she's like, who's around me? And I'm like, I don't know. I uh, the screeching noises stop. I uh, turn off my head when you're watching dumb stuff. So she, so I open up my medium hat and we go outside for a walk because we get to go for walks. And she's like, who is talking to me? And I was like, Nosferatu. And that's one of the things that was in the video is they literally had Nosferatu to refer to that scary vampire movie because Dracula is used as vampire lore, my dude. That's so funny. So I was like, I don't know. He says that he looks like Nosferatu or like the little rat guy, but I don't think the little rat guy is him. I think this is the person that's telling me about what this guy looks like so i'm not talking i'm talking to not only the person that is screaming in your ears but somebody that knows information about him that's like i am like the rat i i do this and the rat guy told me that whoever this was was poisoned but he didn't die when they decided to poison him because he was such a bad person and then the other rat guy yeah the rat guy told me that they tried to poison him that's why he was referring to himself as the rat because he oh. works for the evil dude. Gotcha. And he was the rat. <laughs> That's awesome. So he was telling me that they tried to poison him, but he wouldn't die. And then the guy that looks like Nosferatu stepped forward, and he's like, I don't look like Nosferatu. That's what people tell like to say that I look like. But this well, is what like I look like. Me too. And he has like dark brown or almost black hair that's a little bit longer, like shoulder length kind of. And he has almost like three musketeers, like... Fu Manchu type goatee thing going on where it's like almost like a handlebar mustache but not quite as long and then that little like soul patch on their chin oh I also want to explain she has never seen Vlad Dracula look at this picture did you just describe this picture before I showed it to you sorry I just almost shit your pants (laughs) this picture he literally he has like a long nose and he has long almost black curly hair with a weird ass mustache and a soul patch you're welcome. Look up Vlad Dracula. You'll see the same picture. Liv has never seen Dracula. Sorry, I kind of just felt like uh, my heart was about to jump out of my chest when he showed me that picture. I don't want to look at it again. <laughs> yeah, also my ears hurt again. Thanks. Yeah, I was in a sassy mood on Thursday when she was talking about this, and I am not in the same confident medium mind space that I was then. 
<laughs> so uh, he was telling me that he's like, yeah, they tried to poison me because I got like the bitter taste in my mouth. Um, but I don't think that he was able to be killed by poison. So instead they drowned him because I felt like I was choking on water and couldn't breathe. And if I were to breathe in, water would go into my nose. So I feel like- Is this the rat guy or Dracula? Well, the rat guy told me about the poison and then Dracula told me that he died by drowning. Okay. It's different. Is it? Yes. Did they slit his throat after they tried to drown him? I just feel like they couldn't kill him. So they ensured in every way humanly possible that they did end up successfully killing him. Because he's like, I could not be killed. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like poison didn't work. Then they tried to drown him. And when they did drown him, they're like, it's not official. Let's do something else. So maybe they fucking slit his throat too. Um, But he, uh, I was like, so, and mind you, she still hasn't told me that this was Dracula. And I'm like, I, um feel like well one I like to kill people but also I felt like I like to mm, I know this sounds really horrible <sighs> fucking Claire's <laughs> I felt like this person ate humans yeah and you got that information how uh that he told me that humans are just like pigs they're like swine and you can eat them and that his favorite thing to eat was their thighs like roasts like pork loins wonderful so you, once you finally told me, you're like, yeah, I was talking to Dracula. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> um, and she's like, well, I don't think he like ate people. People say that he just like drank their blood. And he's like, um, no, actually that's disgusting. You and it's also people. alleged that he did these things. Not that there's no actual proof. <laughs> so yeah, I get very much uh, narcissistic confidence and um, like sadistic sort of like Stalin vibes maybe yeah that like, would make sense everything that he did was fine and it doesn't matter and it doesn't matter what he did to people because at the end of the day everyone was fearful of him and he equated fear as respect so he thought he was quote-unquote untouchable which is why this Peter Pedigree guy was like yeah we knew he was bad so we had to like I was one of the inside people to like take him down and that's the thing that I think I was picking up on earlier with the slimy walls and something being shoved like down my throat, like eating things. Oh. And oh. sitting on a couch with four dogs. Three of them were male and one was female. Because you were channeling Dracula. Yes. Great. With the big giant musty bed and uh, a couch that was like this color, but older style. Yeah. He's so. a loud yeah. individual. So... So, if that's all you have to say before I tell you things, is it? Is it? She's looking around. He's uh, gross. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so, Dracula's real name is actually Vlad, I think it's Tem- Tempes. Um, where was it? Oh, Tempest. Tempest? Tempest. Okay. So his real name is actually Vlad Tempest, but he took the name of Vlad Dracul, which means the son of the dragon. So that's where the Dracula comes from. And he also took this name when he was initiated into the secret order of like Christian's knights, known as the Order of the Dragon, which would make sense of why he like changed his name already starting off on the most narcissistic <laughs> thing that you could possibly Son do of the dragon 
But uh, he was known for torturing, mutilating, and mass murdering his enemies. The way that he liked to do it the most is by impaling people through their bodies. So up through their butt and just he also used like blunt poles to do it so that it wouldn't kill them and that the exposure of them being like impaled outside would kill them. Oh, okay. And that is what gave him the very charming name of Vlad the Impaler. And um, he actually did this to as many as 20,000 people. 20,000? Yeah, he's killed a total of like 80,000 people, but 20,000 he impaled in this manner. Wow. But you said that he likes to eat things. It was speculated. There's no proof, but people like to accuse of this, is that he would eat with the impaled bodies and he would dip his bread in their blood. So that's kind of where the like vampire-esque stuff comes in. It's because he would drink the blood of his enemies, so to speak, with a with a good soak up of bread. <laughs> but the last thing I have is how he was killed. He was actually beheaded in battle. Really? Yes. Which is interesting. Huh. Maybe you, you felt him, like, choking in his own blood or something. I don't know how you would, like, sense he's being beheaded. I don't know. I feel like somebody maybe poisoned him or tried to because this dude is telling me that. But, I mean, if he was beheaded in battle, fooey to what I said. But, yes, that is a Vlad Dracula, whom I thought was a fairy tale creature. <laughs> there was no suicide attempts on him or anything? Like murder attempts? I did not research that watch because you got here a lot quicker than I thought you would. <laughs> um, yeah, I was but trying. He was in battle and he was beheaded. I think it was a vengeful type of thing, but also he was in battle, so they like couldn't prove that type of thing. Oh, I'm saying. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Cool story, bro. You got another? Well, that's it. Hmm. I think we should put my story in another podcast. So we're going to do the other lady and the other podcast. And it's going to be a bonus podcast because it's going to be real long. I don't know if that's going to be bonus. It's just going to be what we do next week. But if you guys want a sneak peek, you can check out our YouTube channel. Yes. And she tells most of the story there. Yeah. But we'll do more spoopy stuff next week. So if you guys are interested in that, make sure you subscribe. If you guys would like a reading, we have that available on our website. And if you guys have any spoopy stories, make sure to go to our website, go to the extras tab and submit your story so that we can uh, feature you in a future podcast for our listeners' stories. Yeah. And uh, if you're listening to this, this means that our Patreon went live. No, not yet. Wait. Yeah. It would go live today. If you guys are listening to this (laughs) on the 31st, Check us out on live. We are going to be celebrating something about our Patreon being live. Also, you can be a part of Patreon if you so desire. Yeah, we've got different tiers for you guys. It's real but, fun. Uh, real excited to see you there. See you there in our spoopy costumes. Hopefully. Hopefully. I need a costume still. Ooh, I thought I was ahead of you or not behind you. I was also just uh, 
in the idea that you just weren't going to get a costume and I didn't want to feel stupid. So. No, you're in for the costume. So that's why I bought my uh, Gojo Satori wig yeah, yesterday. So I have to find white wings. Good luck. <laughs> Before then. <laughs> Until next time. We are your meta sa kicks. Oh, spoopy. Spoopy.